0: The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.
1: Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not Not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at SOH.Church. That's SOH.Church. Welcome, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. We're here with you every single Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Visit our website at soh.church. That's soh.church where you can see all the great things that we're doing in the community. Check out some of our services, hear amazing stories, and much more. Subscribe to our podcast, Sound of Heaven Radio, wherever you get your podcasts and rate us five stars. Helps us out a ton and costs you absolutely nothing. Like us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Sound of Heaven Live. Our call in number tonight is 631 451 1039. That's 631 451 1039. Welcome, welcome, welcome! It is a Friday. I'm joined by my co-host Jason Kochdi Ambrosio. What's up, bro? How you doing?
2: What's up, man? Happy Friday! Are you ready
1: for a good Friday? Today? I am.
2: I am. You know, for a second there, I thought cancel culture finally got you. What do you mean? Well, well,
1: well, you know, the intro. I know
2: we're supposed to just gloss over it, but you know, listen, it happens to the best of us. You listen, know. and we've got the best
1: here. That's yeah, that's true. This is the best radio show you've ever heard. I
2: was hoping that you were canceled a little bit.
1: You think so? No, I'm just kidding. I don't want you to be canceled. because well, if really? you're canceled, then I'm canceled. Yeah, but you don't think these things through before you just release these things. Into I, the I do,
2: I do. And, and listen, I'm working on it. I'm a work in
1: progress. We know that everybody has told me that since the day I met you. <laughs> like, Give this guy, nice grace. guy, like, work in it. progress. <laughs> this this guy that may be on your tombstone. Just to be honest, we had Probably. Donnie in here. We had Donnie. Just here. work in progress. Give Donnie like a <laughs> <laughs> work in progress. Didn't finish. Guys, we have an awesome show for you tonight. We have Pastor Anthony from Axis Church joining us, and let me tell you, this guy is uh, a. Guy that we're gonna have a lot of fun with. We're talking about former bodybuilder, right? Former boxer, okay. Cancer survivor, and could probably knock you. Out in seconds. In if you if you get a little lip, just in, like this. All right, I'll be on my best behavior. Like this, this, two Fridays in a row, you would have been in big trouble. I'm glad you showed up. To that,
2: me. That's it. Well, if you told me
1: that last part, I thought he was just a
2: bodybuilder. I thought he and I would have a lot in common.
1: Well, you, you, you well, no, no, not at all. Never. <laughs> but guys, we're gonna break down a, a verse like we always do in this first segment. Again, we want to thank you for joining us. And tonight, we want to encourage you. We want to inspire you. We want to speak life into you tonight. Uh, and we do that by bringing. In the Bible to you, the Word to you, in ways that you've maybe never heard before. Maybe you've gone to church, you didn't like it, or you thought it was boring. Uh, we're going to try to unpack these things in just real-life conversations, and we love when you're a part of our show. You can call us at 631-451-1039. We're here to take the tough questions, answer any questions you may have. Uh, but we're going to read out of Proverbs 24 tonight and kind of make this the overtone uh, of our show today, and I, and I think uh, it brings up some really awesome and valid points. And I'm going to be reading Proverbs 24, verses 24. 27 through 34 and this is what it says it says prepare your work outside and make it ready for your for yourself in the field afterward then build your house do not be a witness against your neighbor for no reason and do not deceive with your lips do not say i shall do the same to him as he has done to me i will repay the person according to his work I passed by the field of a lazy one and by the vineyard of a person lacking sense. And behold, it was completely overgrown with weeds. Its surface was covered with weeds and its stone wall was broken down. When I saw, reflected upon it, I looked and received instruction. A little sleep a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, then your poverty will come like a drifter and your need like an armed man. That's a pretty powerful wow. set of... Uh, and now remember, Proverbs is a book of wisdom. We These are nuggets. These are stories that teach you something that you can apply to your everyday life. Yeah, this
2: is one when I'm thinking about ah, I'll do it tomorrow. I open up Proverbs 24 and read through So this. like the honey-do list,
1: right? Your wife's telling you, right? Hey, listen, I need you to fix the, the cabinets here, the fix the garage, go outside, do this, do that. And you're like, I'll oh, do it tomorrow, do it tomorrow do it tomorrow and then you know problems and,
2: and the next thing you know you're a sluggard or you're, you're the lazy <laughs> yeah. one no yeah. but this this is powerful because it 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 Gives us a sense of the power of maintenance in our life right? right to maintain things uh because listen in this world, anything that's not being fixed or moving forward is is it's that's temporary is moving backwards. We could say that about our own lives what physically yep uh mentally yep spiritually
1: why do you look at me like that when I'm saying this? I can't look, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I gotta, I'm a man of God. I'm a, I'm a, this is truth we're talking about here. So just being a reflection, Jay, that's all. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But yeah, I, I mean, if you're not maintaining
2: your, in, or trying to advance forward, you're immediately going, going backwards. backwards.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, you can look at anything, right? You have to repaint your car, right? You have to go to the mechanic, get a tune-up, right? Why do we think that our lives at times are different than that? Why do we think that we can go through life? And, and it, it kind of makes us in that place where we get stuck. Do you feel stuck tonight? Like, do you feel like you're just spinning your wheels? Do you feel like you're tired? Do you feel like it it's just going over and over again? And... That's the best part of church, to be honest with you. I love the fact that you get around people that that, uh, are moving in a direction that keeps you accountable, that won't let you fall back. Uh, Believe it or not, I heard the New York Jets coach say something uh, in the press conference this week that that reminded me something of this. It's bringing to my attention. He goes, if you want to go fast, do it alone. If you want to go far, do it together. I like that. And I thought that was a real powerful— and of course,
2: you can say something, and then you have to apply
1: it. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Listen, we could say a lot of things, right? But application is the key here, right? right. But, you know, it, it, it is true because – you know, sometimes when we don't maintain and we don't keep an eye on, things start to break apart. We see that in marriages all the time. Uh, we see that in relationships, friendship. We see this happen and all of a sudden, something comes up on our life and just pops up and it's like, how did I get here? How did I get this far?
2: You bring up a, a really good point and th- the final verses of this says, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands and poverty will come on you like a thief, scarcity like an armed man. A lot of times when we put things off, it's out of sight, out of mind right. and then something pops up and it seems like it happens to us suddenly, but not really. This was this was what was kind of uh, brewing because we weren't maintaining the things in our life. We can think about that health wise and all that. I think uh, is,
1: bob, is Bobby on? I think is he, Bobby right? is on. Pass the bo- Bobby's on for our Feel Good Friday segment. Is that yep. accurate? All right, we got past the bob We got Bobby on site right now. Bobby is in Who Oakland, is. California, right oh. now, live on site <laughs> with Feel Good Friday. Bobby, how are you doing tonight?
3: Oh, how I wish I could be in studio tonight to be there for my cousin.
1: Yeah, listen, you you could claim him as your cousin. That is that is probably one of the best things that that you could check off on your on your list. Fair enough.
3: Yeah, but you but you got to ask him about his obsession with Batman.
1: Batman. Ask him about that too. Yeah. Well, he, I, 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 I our landlord bad. at the church has a crazy obsession. I, I can't wait to get him in because I got to tell him all the stuff he's got. But um, uh, I will. I'll talk to him about Batman.
3: Yeah, we can. If they can cancel Doctor Seuss. We can cancel back, men. So he's, not, <laughs> he's at risk. Why would you? Why, why would you, you do that, huh?
1: Why are you throwing this out in the atmosphere like this? Why, why are you encouraging this? Uh, is
3: terrible. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, we have never spoken French before, have you guys?
1: No. Well, I, my wife no. bakes French macarons, so if that counts, and I have. eat macarons.
3: Okay. So. <laughs> so you got to say with me, La Bon,
2: La Bon, La Bon, Boo. Boo, Boo,
3: lingerie.
1: La- wait, Bobby, what Bobby? You know what yeah, kind of show this it, is, Bobby? This yeah, is a lingerie. lingerie. This not, is a Christian show. I'm
3: not, not promoting a Christian lingerie uh, outfit <laughs> out here. That's not happening. <laughs> no. It's a bakery. It's
1: would be a terrible brand.
3: brand. <laughs> no. Hey, listen, listen. You know, women's ministries—they need stuff. Oh, I'm, you, right, I'm Bobby, say something's
2: so gonna yeah, get let, me
1: in trouble. Let's just keep keep this moving here.
3: Okay, so Lababu Lababu Labanbu lingerie, the bakery in uh Mountain Mountain area, in Muttontown area, in the Oyster Bay area. Okay. And what they do is they make a whole bunch of, you know, of course, cakes and pastries and, and all the things that I, I like. And Exactly. But uh, they recently worked with an organization out there uh, called the Mill Neck Manor, which is the school for the deaf. Okay. And uh, there's not really many schools for the deaf. So I thought this was a pretty interesting thing that they chose. And they also did 2,000 trays. Now, egg clairs, a suedele, all these different things, cannolis. 2,000 trays for the essential workers in New Jersey. Why New Jersey? Because they found out how good this place is, and that's where they ordered from. Wow. So 2,000 trays. They donated. They work with the high schools and all sorts of different organizations in the Oyster Bay area. And if you want to go, again, for the wonderful people here at 103.9 FM, go check them out. They'll give you a little something and tell them, that Bobby said,
1: yes. You got it. Bob, so I'm Bobby. here for my free cannoli. Yeah, Thanks so much, <laughs> Bobby, for, for, for the Feel Good Friday. You know, the media, it, it, they're all about this negativity all the time. They just want to shove negativity down your throat because what? The negativity sells. it it, it attracts, it, It's what draws people's attention, but the truth of the matter is there's so many people, good people, doing great things and stepping up to the plate, and I think that we need to start honoring those and making their names newsworthy and putting their names out there in the front because- People think that everything is just so awful and so bad And it's just so many people that are stepping up Uh, And one of these is is a friend of mine uh, Who's a pastor of Axis Church Pastor Anthony Pellella He's going to be joining us tonight Former bodybuilder, former boxer uh, Current cancer survivor amazing, And and, and current pastor and overseer of Axis Church So stay tuned We're going to take a quick break And be right back with Pastor Anthony This is your time to text everybody Turn on 103.9 FM, L.I. News Radio You're not going to want to miss this guys Thanks for listening We're with you every Wednesday and Friday at 6pm and we'll be right back after the break. Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. We're here with you every single Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. I am your host, Pastor Johnny Ovi, Pastor of the Sound of Heaven Church. Check out our website at soh.church. That's soh.church. Our call-in number is 631-451-1039. If you want to join us in our conversation today, I'm obviously joined by my co-host, Jason, and we have our special guest today, Pastor Anthony of Church, Pastor Anthony, how are you doing tonight, my I brother? I'm
0: blessed beyond measure, and by his strength alone, I overcome. And to be in the same room with you two guys, some type of promotion must have went on in you, my atmosphere. You think yeah. so? I, yeah, I, I believe I so. I was going
1: to say that, but I didn't want to come across that arrogant, no, you no, know. No. But it's I was all like, arrogance. It's, it's a good it's, night for you. It's,
0: it's it's fantastic.
1: You kidding me? It's <laughs> like good. when you were driving here, were you like excited? Like, I get to hang out with these guys tonight? My heart was
0: pounding. I'm like, I hope I can find the place where so he told me to park, and I, I don't have, I don't <laughs> have the, the right to park there. I had to find another spot. It was great.
1: No, listen, that's, that's how we roll around here. Yeah, well, no, li- Honestly, we are honored that you were able to come in today. Absolutely, you know, because just seeing all the amazing things that you and your church are doing, expanding in multiple locations, you got some great people, great team with you, and you have an amazing story. And for those who are uh, watching on our Facebook feed, I'm holding this up over here. We're going to put this link uh, on uh, on the on the podcast. And if you're listening, uh, Pastor Anthony has got a book called "The Bodybuilder: Eight Simple Steps to Achieve Physical and Spiritual Growth." And uh, Bobby, for our Feel Good Friday segment, is is Pastor Anthony's cousin. Cousin, and he's telling me so much about the book and his story I told him he should apply some of the things in the book to his life but you know listen we raz each other this is this is for those listening to we raz each other this is we just have fun with life but uh, I wanted to introduce you to, to to our listening audience tonight for those who don't know you to learn a little bit about you now I ask these questions because they're serious questions they're deep questions so I hope you're, you're ready for the for the for the, the the first question is the most important question I might ask you all night
0: let's let's just do it just, okay. just bring it
1: I need to know how many push-ups you can do straight through without stopping.
0: Uh, legit all the way up or cheats? No cheats. Uh, I would have to guess, but I, I usually open up doing a chest workout with 100 push-ups. Straight. They're, they're cheats,
1: yeah. Now, I knew he was gonna win because if you, if you see uh, uh, Pastor Anthony, he, he's, listen, he's a former bodybuilder, he's in shape, he's got it. But here, I'm glad that you are now our new champion at this because we had Senator Phil Boyle in here and, and, and this guy is telling me he could do 70 straight through, 70. And I like Phil. Senator Phil's got, but 70. Did you call him out? Did you make him get on this desk
0: and, and uh, perform?
1: Mike O'Day, I almost made him drop and give me the 70 <laughs> right on the shot. I'm like, there is no way. And I had wrestlers on. We had DiBiase. We've had all these people on sure. there. I was like, give me your prime. And he's like, 70. No. Amazing. All right. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Yeah.
0: It's got to be one of the Batman trilogies. Oh yeah. I'm well, a huge Stallone fan. You are a Stallone. I'm fan. I'm a huge Stallone. Now,
1: fan. would
2: you want to see Stallone play Batman? Like, are you are you that? <laughs> in, uh, there's in, something
0: in, not right about that. In fact, <laughs> I think that would be an abomination. With his lips and ooh, uh, <laughs> Batman shouldn't talk like that. That would
1: be. That would, I, I don't know. Don't think it was I Bruce Wayne right away. I can never get that in my head now. It'd be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. Yeah, who's this? That's not Bruce. Yes, it is. <laughs> How could you tell? <laughs> out of all the
0: Batman, though, out of all the Batman, whether it was. Oh, who's your favorite Batman? Bale. Uh, Adam West, uh, I'm a batflack guy. I liked uh, I like Ben oh really wow.
1: the, the way they did his his appearance
0: bat-flack. it was fake muscles, obviously Ben doesn't look like that, but the appearance of Batman he's all dead very bobbed, okay. very uh intimidating
1: oh, okay yeah, like wow favorite uh football team
0: the Giants the team that actually works together and moves forward
1: whoa you are just gonna take a shot right at me like okay
0: I'm only quoting you know your coach all
1: right you know what I'm done with this now okay let's pass Anthony Anthony, everybody make sure you check him out check out his book (laughs) so tell us a little about yourself were you you always a Christian growing up Do you always believe in God were you just like this perfect little clone of Jesus your whole entire life or uh you know you have some struggles in your life tell us a little bit about your, your your childhood growing up and all that fun stuff
0: thank you and just let me with the disclaimer, the bodybuilderbook.com has been taken down right now and getting renovated. So if okay. anybody goes there, it's not going to work. Can they get it me. off of
1: Amazon? If they, they can do? go on
0: Amazon, but I think I was canceled because when you get canceled, the price of what it was it was canceled goes way up. My book's selling for like thirty three dollars, but if you get it from me, it's ten bucks.
1: So they canceling so everything.
0: Don't don't go to Amazon right now, but you can if you want. But it's not worth thirty three dollars. Okay, I'll tell you that right
1: now. <laughs> okay, it's eleven ninety nine. So go to the site and just check it out. Put it in your favorites, yeah, Instagram, you know Instagram,
0: mean? um, uh, Facebook, the Bodybuilder Book. You. You can find all there. DM me if you want to copy. No problem.
1: Awesome, cool. Thank you, thank you. Awesome. You got all right. It. So tell me a little about yourself growing up.
0: I was uh, born in Flushing, New York, so I'm a Gosh. Met fan. Okay, and but the team that you you know when you're born in Flushing and the team plays there, it's like what the toilet bowl does. It's mm-hmm. Flushing, so that's what it's <laughs> been like. Torment since '69. I was born in '69 and uh, moved out to Brentwood about three years old. Okay, so we have been on the island my whole life. I just love Long Island, everything about it except the taxes. But it's it's been my my heart. I've been. Uh, Brentwood, Valley Stream, Elmont, Franklin Square, and now we're in Port Jeff Station. Okay. Been there since 99. Wow, And okay. that's when the Lord called me into ministry, so we moved out this way once we got the church And my grandfather and grandmother went to when I was a little boy. Raised Catholic, went to St. Anne's Church in Brentwood. Uh, grandma lost my uncle at a very young age she couldn't find the hope that she needed mm. uh, was going to priests and other people in her parish they just really didn't connect she found a small group a uh, b- bunch of Pentecostal believers she had a friend invited her to go gave a heart to Jesus found hope and healing wow. And my mom and dad were going through a divorce when I was about 9 10 years old and my grandmother says Anthony why don't you try my church and my father went to Medford Assembly of God okay which is now Axis Church right when I was seven years old he brought us there we started attending church because he needed healing in his heart. Hmm. So they went through the divorce. So I'm, I'm from a broken home. Um, and, you know, just the average way of living, Jesus was in front of me. Right. But I was full with spiritual bulimia. And if I could explain that, when someone's bulimic, they, they gorge themselves on food, but then they, they vomited all out. Hmm. So I knew about God. And I'd even go to church. I'd even cry at times when I'd hear preaching. But... It was basically me showing up at the altars, vomiting out all the sin I committed all week long, only to go right back to it the minute that mm, I could. So if I was at the altar crying, saying, Lord, forgive me. I'm so right. sorry. It was only that I got busted by God, right. by the Holy Spirit. It wasn't that I genuinely wanted to change. Because if I got a cold, we got drugs, we got girls, we got you know uh, the, the keg, come on out. I was like, where? Give me the address. I'm there. As right. soon as I leave church. Right. And this is a church that you pastor now. Well, not, I'm not doing that today. Okay. <laughs> I'm done with that, yeah. This that was, one, no. <laughs> yes, the church that I went Let to as a little boy. Let me clarify. When I was about seven, eight years old, my grandmother and grandfather were there. It was a whole different type. It looked like a little haunted house right. <laughs> uh, when, when we were there as kids. As we grew older, we grew grow up in Bethlehem Assembly of Garden Valley stream. Okay. And that's you know, I went through a big heartbreak when I was about nineteen years old, twenty years old, girl thought I'd marry. She left me and honestly I think back I would have left me too. It was a rough season in my life, kicked out of the house, car repossessed, girl wow. left me and I was at this wit's end of what am I doing with my life. So was
1: that the, would you say that was be the pivotal point in time where things got real between you and God? That was the hinge point. Basically. That was it. Yeah.
0: And I, I, I had my dad and my, pa- my uh, pastor my past to visit me in the basement that I was living in in this you know, Rental that I had to get because I got kicked out of the house. And he came to me, my, and my pastor said, well, You know, what are you doing? Right. And, and I said, I'm just trying to make it, you know, every each day. And my dad said, When are you going to get your life right with God, son? And when oh. my father said that, and it's his birthday today, happy birthday, dad. Oh, happy birthday. Uh, 73 years old today. When he said that to me, it, it was like, Wait a minute, my dad doesn't think I'm right with God. Hmm. I thought I was, but I was playing the games and they could read right through me. Right. And is that that moment when we got on my knee, I got on my knees with my pastor, with my dad in my apartment, all broken shattered and i said you know what jesus it's time i, I give it all to you wow. and i surrendered that was that was the hinge point. and
2: how how important is it to have that structure around you? not that it was perfect but you had a place to go you hit rock bottom and and jesus was right there and the people that you loved were there to go ahead and and present him back to you so to speak a lot of people don't have that that uh that rock place to go once they hit rock bottom
0: it's critical, you know, but, and I think about the same thing all the time, like, forget about Anthony from Long Island, what about the Muslim kid who's growing up right. in Saudi Arabia? Right. And it's a beautiful passage in Acts 16 that talks about the fact that uh, the Lord has known the times and the places when we were be born, and that He's not far from any one of us, right. that, that we could all attain unto Him. So it might be that the, the Muslim kid in Saudi Arabia's got more of a shot getting to Jesus than the, the kid who's raised in a Christian home here in America, because he's spoiled and he's got everything handed to him. Right. And he just doesn't think he needs God, right? you know, because he's got all the advantages in life.
1: You know, I I say this a lot. We're going to break here in a second, but, you know, people try to discredit Christianity because they're like, oh, what bad happened in your life for you to start believing in God? And I always come back with that. You know, I bet you everybody sitting here and everybody listening at home learned some of the most important lessons of their life through some of the most hardest times of their life and through some of the stupidest decisions that we've made. We've learned the best thing. And to learn how awesome God and Jesus is during those times... I'm sure we could all agree is the most important thing that we've all, the decision we've all made sitting here at this table.
0: I wrote a book about it, Joe.
1: There we go. Well, we're going to get into this book. We're going to get back with Pastor Anthony. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio Live. We're with you every single Wednesday and Friday. Check out our website at SOH.Church. That's SOH.Church. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Our guest tonight, Pastor Anthony Palella of, a- am I saying that right, Palella you got it? Beautiful. Of Axis Church. And uh, guys, we're going to be right back. We're going to dive into his book and more with Pastor Anthony. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to know. Not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at SOH.Church. That's SOH.Church. Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. Every single Wednesday and Friday, you can catch us right here on 103.9 L.I. News Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. I pass it the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Be sure to check out our website at SOH.Church. That's church. Our call-in number, 631-451-1039. If you want to join the conversation, give us a shout. I'm joined by my uh, my friend, my partner in—well, cr- not crime. I guess it would be in, in ministry— yeah. Which, Crime could be sometimes. No, never know. Man, not, not in this church. It's <laughs> not. All right. I got my, my buddy, uh, uh, Evangelist Jason uh, Cacci Ambrosio over here, and we are joined by our special guest, the pastor of Axis Church, Pastor Anthony Palella and we are so glad that you are, are taking some time out and, and and talking to everybody here tonight. Two, so,
2: can, can I just say something really quick? There's two things I can't get over right now. Uh, I'll just, one of them is that you're of the same bloodline as uh, uh, Pastor Bobby Rydell. Through marriage. Oh, oh, okay. That explains. I'm not trying
0: to remove myself. (laughs) Everything.
2: Okay. Through marriage. We love you, Bobby. But that is Bobby on the cover.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if we had
2: more time, we'd have to get into the Batman-Ben Affleck Thing because I'm I, people I are rate right now. Yeah, we, we, you got to see some of the things we are getting irate. here.
1: But listen, but, you, you got to go to the He says he's, he's ready to go. Uh, you got to you, you, you listen. He's the master of Batman. I know. All right? he's he's the 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 I'm a
0: cosplay guru. Yeah, a cosplay. Okay. guru.
1: I don't mess around. So you who am I? Sneakers. I mean, imagine me. Yeah, Fair. <laughs> that was very good.
2: Oh, that was quick. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he had that. I got a attack. list of them. Talk Hold on.
1: <laughs> All right, so Pastor Anthony, I'm holding a book right now. You wrote a book called The Bodybuilder, Eight Simple Steps to Achieve Physical and Spiritual Growth. What led you to that? I mean, what what? why did God put this on your heart to write a, a book like this? Uh, two passions. Mm-hmm.
0: Jesus, number one, and lifting. It was a part of my life, something I do with my dad, something that I really enjoyed, friends growing up. How long were you lifting for? I've been lifting now. It's close to 36 years. Wow. Okay. You know, consistently doing it, uh, lifetime natural bodybuilder. And I don't consider myself a bodybuilder anymore. I just consider a guy who likes to stay in shape. At right. 51, going on 52, if I can still see some abs, I think I'm doing okay. Yeah, I so doubt. I'll, Listen, I'll live right there. That's all right. At
1: 25, you still see some abs. You're doing okay.
0: <laughs> I figure since the cancer, I'm not going to be the strongest guy or the biggest guy, but I probably can get myself to be one of the most ripped guys. So that's always the, uh, the goal is to look in the mirror and beat the guy from the year before. That's all the you know, fun. You know, you know what,
1: before we get into the book, can you touch on on your cancer story briefly, sure, for a bit.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, strange thing, and then with vaccinations right now, I, I believe when I was a kid, I got inoculated for whatever it was, and in my arm was a lump. Now that was normal. A lot of people have little lumps from vaccinations they got when they were kids. As I grew older, my wife, Diana, who you know, Mm -hmm. she was always, you know, suspect. You know, what is this? What is this? But she got me to go to the dermatologist about five and a half years ago for a big black spot that was on my back. So he checked it out. The dermatologist looked up and down side to side and said, everything's good. But let me look at this lump on your arm. Oh, I came out. That's okay. Let me look at this lump on your arm. And what he said to me was that he needed to biopsy it because he was concerned about what it looked like. And it turned out after he biopsied, he took like a, an apple core up with the size of like a pen nose and he stuck it through uh, and he sent away to the labs mm-hmm. and then they called me up and I'll never forget the phone call and they said, Mr. Palelli, you have cancer. Oh now it wasn't wow. because it was, you know, it shouldn't be me. I'm a man of God. It was because they said it's so rare that something like that can be cancer. And I had a friend who was a pastor years prior, and he had the same spot, same cancer, lost his arm, then lost his life. Mm. So my mind started running, you know. Gotcha. So it's called a DFSP, and I can't remember exactly all the words. Uh, d fibro sarcoma protobrium is the name of it. And they did three surgeries on me to remove it. Uh, the first one they took, it literally looked like, uh, I hate to be graphic on, on the radio. Cool. Go right go ahead. I love you guys. This yeah, is yeah. fantastic. It. it was gory. It was messy. <laughs> it looked like a burger bun, what they pulled out. They took wow. All the skin right down to the muscle. And then on July 4th, I'll never forget, they called me up and said, you have to go in again. Uh, It grew tentacles, and it's touching your shoulder now, and we want to be sure we got all the cancer cells out. So they went in, and this time, and I was awake for the surgeries, and they literally took a scissor and cut my shoulder out. And as they did that, I saw my arm just jiggling in the chair, fighting, because your muscles, they'll react even if they're numb. Right. And I just said, doc, just get through this real quick. And then the third surgery, they took uh, some skin from my leg to graft up here. And afterwards, I'll show you some pics. It's 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 hard to believe that that's wow. how much of my arm that they took out. Actually now, it actually makes this deltoid look awesome. It's like <laughs> I look really shredded, but I'm literally ripped. But that cancer was something that spoke wow. to me, w- the Holy Spirit gave me Philippians 1.12, a great verse. For anybody who's struggling or going through a diverse time right now, it says that these things have happened to me so that the gospel can advance all the more. So the Lord said, listen, Ann. I know it's just—it's a rough time for you, but you're going to use this to connect with people in ways you could have never connected before. Mm. So I said, "Okay, God, maybe this is the last—you know—deadly disease you'll give me for this kind of lesson." <laughs> right. But I looked at it as an opportunity to be able to look someone in the eye and say. Yeah, we both have had cancer, and we we both need Jesus in this moment. Hmm. And I have a friend who's also, uh, he's going through chemo all the time. Right. And he just says, that's his new church. He sits on that chair, gets his chemo treatments, and everybody sits there and listens to the gospel. Wow. He's he's going through it. So I see that the Lord gave me a new platform in the midst of the struggle with the cancer. That was about five years ago. They said, I didn't need any radiation or chemo. They felt they got everything. They checked me out. Now, I think I'm once a year now that I got to go get checked. I went through all the...
1: Oh, praise God, man. Are you doing that you're well and yeah you look and a, I, I milk look it bro because when people hit my arm
0: I'm like oh and they're, they're like what I'm like no, just <laughs> that.
1: but I got a huge
0: scar and scars are cool because they're a reminder of what God brought to throw that's right you know? and
2: and, and you, you could have gotten mad and said hey God you know this isn't supposed to happen to me'm I'm a, I'm a Christian and and you know the Bible says that we shouldn't have any troubles right no, I actually really. don't say that at all but did you did you ever go through that at all where you were you were a little bit mad about the situation or or is it something that you were able to just say completely strange? Strong all the way through
0: the first thing i said was lord thank you it's me and not my wife and kids well because mm. i think the strong one in the family is diana because she had to watch me go through it right i remember one time they had to stuff my arm filled with gauze you ever have a band-aid with, on a scab right this is muscle it's the cut open muscle they stuffed it full with gauze and every day they had to pull it out to get it to dry out and put dry gauze wow. back in again so they wanted my wife to remove it and, and I just looked at it one day as they're pulling it off and, and they had to send a, an, an in-house nurse. You couldn't take care of it. It was too much of a wound. And I remember looking at her and I go, I can't take this anymore. And she goes, really? I go, no, I just don't curse. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I said, I'll deal with it. You know, Those right, people right. go through worse. But my biggest thing, Jay, was that I was able to say, thank you, God, it's not my wife or my kids. Wow. Because I don't know if I would have been strong enough to watch them go through powerful. what right. they watched me go through.
1: Really powerful. Wow. And that was five years ago. Yeah. And you were lifting now for 36 years. Okay, so what? How, when did you write the book? What inspired you to write the book? What, what message do you want people to learn from the book?
0: Awesome. So this is the thing. I was looking at, missions and mission fields. And we always think of somebody in Zimbabwe or Nicaragua. Right, right. You know, we think (laughs) about people in far off lands doing missions work. Right. But in actuality, you know it as well as I do, the mission field is right here. Yep. You were doing it before I was with your wrestling ministry. Mm -hmm. When Bobby and you were setting up rings and having people jump off the top ropes with the Robe Warriors and staying and who else, Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, Right. you were doing something out of the box to reach a mission field. People who would never go to church, people who don't wanna hear about Jesus, but something in that hour or two of what you did got them interested in listening to what you had to say right i felt that there's a whole mission field in the fitness community Hmm. and it doesn't matter if it's bodybuilding or if it's somebody who's just into climbing mountains or if you want to push your body to an extreme this book can connect with those people and it's a a gospel explanation it's an evangelism book to anybody who's willing to put their body through certain circumstances to make change and the the verse that i had was first timothy 4 8 for physical training is of some value but godliness has value for all things so every chapter begins with the physical training Okay. And then it'll go to the godliness aspect. Interesting. So you have a parallel in each chapter. Can
1: you give me an example of, of one?
0: Sure. There is one, one book, uh, excuse me, one chapter called I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Okay. So you obviously go with Mick Jagger. Yeah. But course. in actuality, I watched a movie Pumping Iron with my dad when I was a kid. Nice. And it's a scene with Lou Ferrigno who's doing overhead presses. And he's getting so mad at Arnold. And he's going, Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. <laughs> and, but he says these words, I'm not satisfied. I want more weight. I want to beat him. And I use that analogy of, you know what, every time I look in the mirror, I'm never satisfied. I want to get better. I want to get bigger. I want to get leaner. I want to push myself to an extreme that other people aren't willing to get to because I want to get the the first place trophy. Right. And then I put it into the godliness perspective. I never, ever want to be satisfied with where I am Hmm. as a believer in Jesus Christ. I always want to be pushed. I want to grow. And guess what the cancer was? Was an opportunity for this guy to grow right it was an opportunity to see what i was full of because when you get bumped by life you spill what you're full of either yourself or the holy spirit
2: right and right. we see
0: that quite often even when you're like at the light and someone's honking at you before you get a chance to hit the gas when <laughs> so it turns breathe, green breathe
2: <laughs> breathe,
1: breathe.
0: <laughs> easy jay i can see you get mad yeah, right i now. do i get
1: i get worked you up you got that yeah. one vein uh, pulsing on your forehead right yeah. now. so
0: that's how it works you go through a chapter you know and there's eight chapters and each chapter brings you an analogy that would help you to get to see things. And I think bodybuilding is a great uh, a great expression of that because the book's title is The Body, that being the church, The Body right. of Believers, and The Builder being Jesus. So he's the ultimate bodybuilder because he's the one who builds the church the way he wants it to be. Right. He'll let us go through extremes. Uh, you guys both look like you've been in the gym. There's something we do called negatives to where you say you're on the bench and you're pushing, you're pushing, you're pushing, but you got nothing left. Right. Well, your partner will lift the bar up and now you just let gravity go down and it will get every ounce of strength out of you till there's nothing left. Hmm. Life happens. Jesus will let life push you to the place where things feel negative. Hmm. And it's in those moments when you could either be trained by it, or you can get bitter and get mad at God and walk away. And that's why uh, Hebrews 12, 11 says that nobody likes discipline, you know, but for those who are trained by it, it'll produce harvest of righteousness. So every opportunity that we have is a moment in time when god can grow us into the man or woman of god that he wants us to be
1: and a lot of times and it's so good Pastor. that's such great stuff um and a lot of times we don't see that while it's going on right you know this you look at what we're going through now with the pandemic with covid you know and people have lost their minds during this they've lost their minds and you know as a pastor myself I, i look and go man where's the church Mm-hmm. And, you know, how are we stepping up? How are we representing God? And and I feel like these are tests and, and these are times where we're going to really show what we're made of and really take these opportunities to get creative. Get cr- We could sit and pout and be like, oh, man, we're done. We're finished. It's over. This right. Or we get creative and we reach more people than we could ever have before. Make it better than it ever was That's before.
2: Right. Yeah, I think allowing the resistance to strengthen you. That is what bodybuilding is all about, right? It, it's it's tearing push- down.
0: A, exactly. And repairing and building up.
1: Right. So good, so good. We're here with Pastor Anthony Paul of Axis Church. Can you tell us a little bit about your your church? Uh, sure. I'll, I'll share with some people about your church. I know now. I don't know. I know a few people at your church, and I know uh, Kyle, Kyle, Pastor Kyle Watkins, and uh, and his lovely wife Rachel. And I know Dan Rodriguez, right? I know Rod. Yes. D-Rod, I mean, you got some awesome people at your church, and you got Thank multiple you. locations. So share with the people a little bit about your church, your vision. Sure. Um, you said you went to this church growing up, right? That's and then right. You t- so share a little bit about that story. I'm interested Thank to hear you. that.
0: Well, it's, it was meant for the Assembly of God. Still is, but mm-hmm. we are Axis Church, where everything we do revolves around Jesus. Jesus is the center of it all. And actually, Kyle now, Pastor Kyle, their Axis patchog, and they just they were under us. We were their mother church, and now they've broken away, and now they're their own church. Oh, wow. So he's now the senior pastor of that church. Oh, and that's very our cool. heart, is always... We've been launching out pastors from our church to dying churches. We call it Revite Churches. And instead of planting it, we look for a church that might be dying and they need to come back to life. So we'll put a pastor and we'll pay his salary. Anybody from our church, we had a pretty decent sized congregation. You want to go and start a new work from the ground up, it's exciting, it's different than what you're experiencing here, they'll go. So Pastor Kyle's team did an amazing job. He was three years under our covering and now he's on his own. But we do have Access Port Jeff and our church. We merged those two churches. In fact, Access Port Jeff is where my father got, Saved really years ago. Wow! Before we even go to Medford Assembly, of God as, as when I went as a kid. So our goal is this. This is our our heart. We're a compassion care ministry. We have a focal point. We just added the fifth one. It is uh, military PTSD foster care, homelessness, and children with special needs. Wow. All those ministries are paramount to us, but we've just really connected with and are growing in the area of human trafficking. Hmm. So we work with the SCP human, SCPD Human Trafficking Division, Sergeant Murphy, uh, Detective uh, Lieutenant masana great people. We work with uh, uh, DA Sini, we work with Police Commissioner Hart, we're working with uh, Sheriff Toulon from the Suffolk County Sheriff's Department, and we're working with uh, ECLI, the Advocacy Group. They are an amazing group of women. Wow. And These people are literally rescuing women from the exploitation, the deception of human trafficking. These women have not been, you know, have duct tape put over their mouth, thrown in a trunk and driven, you know, from Mexico. Wow. They're they're walking in the hallways of my daughter's school in, you know, in Port Jeff Station. The rescue missions that they've told us about have been in uh, Bayshore and Port Jeff and Smithtown. These are girls in our area, our backyard. And this is a the unseen sin. Yeah, a lot of people
2: don't realize how prevalent it is even on
1: Long Island. Yeah, we had uh, Sue on from Long Island Against Trafficking from Lyon. Uh, okay. we're, we're, we're connected with her and she does a lot of the awareness stuff and, you know, the pinpoints. We had her on explaining a, a lot of those things. It's so, preva- it's so prevalent on the island. People don't even realize. They but don't. I'm sure there are people listening right now, two pastors that are like, wait, churches actually do these types of things? It's not just like a, a, a Sunday. But... If you're listening right now, what Pastor Anthony's talking about, what we talk about on on a week in and week out basis, is that churches are supposed to transform communities that they're that they're brought in, and Jesus has saved us, has healed us has transformed us and empowered us to go out and do these types of works in the community. We call this apostolic. It's very apostolic of right. you, Pastor. Yeah, Pastor, church right? is
2: not a place. It's not a building. We are the church. You are the church. God has given you gifts and talents and abilities. And just like this was your platform, the bodybuilding, the what God put in your life. It, 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 you know, everybody listening to this has something that they can use for God in the place where they were planted, you don't have to go even even across the uh ocean, God planted you right here on Long Island. What can you do here
1: absolutely yeah. so, so pastor, the, the the people listen, we got a few minutes left here about I'd say about two two and a half minutes you know there are people listening right now who have been exactly where you're at right now they're they're driving home from work right now, ready to get ready for a weekend uh they're they're home cleaning they're in the garage working on something you know. I want you to meet them where they're at right now. What would God put on your heart to share with them about why should they have a relationship with Jesus? How to have that relationship with Jesus and why should they get connected to a church?
0: The biggest thing that I've learned and, and if I can do anything today is to talk to somebody's conscience, not to have uh, a, a debate in regards to you know, intellect. I understand what the gospel has said. The gospel has said that I have broken the law of God. I've broken God's heart. I'm a sinner. I've lied. I've disrespected my parents. Uh, I've had other gods before the Lord. I've had lust in my heart. I've hated people. That means that I'm guilty of sin. Mm -hmm. That means that we're all, like with diseases, I had cancer. uh, When there was AIDS epidemic, which there still is, people were HIV positive. We're all, everyone who's ever been born is SIM positive. So we, because we're lawbreakers, we're going to stand before the the most holiest of judges one day. His name is Jesus. And i got to give an account for my life. Since I've broken His law, the verdict is guilty. But Christ knew that I could do nothing about that, and He came and gave His life on the cross. He he paid for my sins. He took my guilt and my shame. And because I'm a lawbreaker, I was able to go to Him and say, would you forgive me? And He says, of course I will. So now I go from guilty to innocent. I go from enemy of God to child of God, And I would never want to leave this world with my last breath, stand before the Lord, and have to pay for my own sin when Jesus already paid it for Mm. me. Because if I pay for my own sin, you know what the end result is. It's separation from God for all of eternity. But because He paid the price... I get to reign with him. I get to be with him. I get to share in the beauties of a family reunion in right. heaven one day. Right. So why go to a church? Because if it's a, a sound church that preaches the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, you'll never be the same again. Right. There's adversity. There's problems. We've talked about it. Yep. But it, when we go through the adversity, He's going to be the one walking with us through the valley of the shadow of death. He's our hope. He's our life. He's our everything. And I mean, if you wanted to get deeper into it, of course, there's the data. There's the manuscripts. There's the archaeological proof. There's the evidences of the handiwork of God and this beautiful creation that we see. Hmm. He's all over the place. And He wants to he wants to have that intimate relationship with each and every person. You know, I don't want to get religious. I want to I want to get personal with God hmm. and grow in him and that's the goal and that's what he wants. He loves us. He died for us. He he's he's crazy in love with us. But it is his grace that saves us, not his love. His love put him on the cross, but it's being saved by grace through faith that is the different the differentiating factor.
1: Amen. Awesome. Pastor Anthony, thank you so much for joining us today. You guys got to check out the bodybuilder. How can people get a hold of you? You got your church Instagram,
0: well? Facebook. I have an email, anthony at accessmy.org. They could hit us up at accessmy.org. Check out the website. Any other way that they just Anthony or Palella whatever they want to do, whatever they want to punch in, or call Bobby Rydell
1: Yeah, call Bobby, the agent to the stars. He's getting right. hold of anybody. Right? <laughs> Pass Anthony, you're the best man. Love you, brother. I appreciate you, Thank your you, family, bro. your ministry, man, and you keep too. doing what you're doing. And, and for those listening right now, I just want to pray for you, uh, Father, in the name of Jesus. I just pray that wherever you're at right now, that the love of God would touch your heart and that bitterness would fall, unforgiveness would fall, fear would fall, doubt would fall, frustration, aggravation would all fall at the foot of the cross. That 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 you would make that declaration to invite Christ into your heart, to not only just believe in him, but make him your Lord and your Savior and walk with him. And so I thank you for tuning in tonight, this divine appointment where this is not by accident you're listening to this, that God set this meeting up to hear this because he's trying to get your attention make that cry to jesus tonight invite him in and your life will never be the same again guys thanks for listening to sound of heaven radio i'm your host pastor johnny over we're with you every single wednesday and friday at 6 p.m check out our website at soh.church god bless you guys have an amazing amazing weekend and we'll catch you next wednesday 6 p.m tell your friends tell your friends we'll see you then god bless